4: I
3: El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
4: Hola, que tal? What's good, everybody? Somos Unidos. Estoy aquí con mi familia. This is the El Huddle Podcast. Glad you are joining us. I'm Will Salva with my hermana, my prima, my prima hermana, the one, <laughs> the only MJ Acosta Ru-
3: Ru- 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 Ruiz. I like that better. I like that remix of the last name better <laughs> than before. That's good. That's and you good, like? It. I have
4: to roll those R's though. That's yeah, key. we
3: have to. Otherwise, it atrophies. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we have to keep
4: <laughs> That's funny. I never thought about that way. Could uh, you? Could yeah. you always roll your R's? Well, yeah,
3: because Spanish was my first language. So, yeah, yeah, it was like the innate. Because it was for me, but
4: sometimes it's, you know. Well,
3: here's what happens, right? Like, we'll go the whole season and I'm, you know, English broadcast. And then suddenly our friends over at Telemundo or Univision want to do like a talk back. And I'm like, uh, me siento muy excited. I'm leaning to like (laughs) full Selena. (laughs) <laughs> but once I get going, I get, I'm fine again. I, I force myself to speak with my parents. They obviously speak English, but yeah. only in Spanish just so that on a daily basis, I'm, I'm still practicing it because it does. Like anything else, if you're not in it all the time, yeah. se te olvidan las cosas.
4: Claro, um, claro. Because, That's why I talk to yeah. my mom in Spanish. And, yeah. and some of the things that we say, again, may not be uh, appropriate or correct if right. you are in other Latin American countries.
3: Yeah, it doesn't so, always uh, translate apples to apples. If Yeah, apples. no,
4: it doesn't. It doesn't. So so I always learn something, you know, yeah. whenever I, you know, talk or, totally. or like I hear you, you know, mention yeah. some some terms and things. Yeah.
3: So what's going on, Will? What's going on in your world this week? Uh,
4: uh, so, well, so <laughs> yesterday oh morning... <laughs> Yesterday morning, uh, my daughter goes out and she goes to the car to grab something. I think one of her books or something. She comes back screaming, close the door and oh says, God. oh, my God, there is a rat on the front Absolutely porch. Not. It's no. right there at the front door. And so my wife literally leaps onto yeah. the kitchen counter that's like screaming he's like oh my god oh my god no i don't want to go outside the house no. i don't want to go outside the house i'm like well it's okay just go through the side door he's like i don't even want to do that i don't want to do that it's like i can't see it go out there and look and so then my son he is just laughing his
3: oh i'm sure he thought, he thought- off. no
4: oh yeah oh yeah he thought it well, was what are you the gonna do thing.
3: you gotta move now
4: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i know but but there was there was uh, a period of time where i thought my marriage was in crisis because I'm sure. she says you have to do something about it but you can't let it get exactly. away i'm like okay yeah well first off uh, i'm still working so i can't do anything <laughs> so i suppose i can give sure. the latest working. news and the headlines mm-hmm. to the rat and that'll do the trick but i said like, i i can't handle it right now so you know, all the while I'm thinking, what are we gonna do? Do we do we poison this thing? How do we handle it? Oh. Uh, but but this rat was chilling out, which was which was crazy because usually they scatter, and so it, was um, it, it just was like just chilling out. And so mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm just thinking of ways of, of how to get rid of this thing humanely. And and I know it sounds funny because it just said like, oh, how can I poison it? But I was thinking about like humanely capture it and that kind Mm-mm. of thing. I'm going to so... tell you
3: right now, I'm not caring about humanely if there's a rat <laughs> in front of my house. It's me. No. It's Master Splinter, and I'm picking me every time. The well, rats, I, How yeah. did you resolve it? What happened? I'm very... This, I'm itchy. What's happening? Yeah.
4: Yeah. So what ended up happening is that uh, my wife had called on the way to dropping off the kids, the um, local exterminator person. And so oh that person came at the same time that I was done with work. And I said, uh, okay, so here's the deal. What should we game plan and whatever? And he's like, oh, this thing's sick. You know, and then he's, then he's kind of no, getting into it's the sick on Absolutely not. No. Yeah, and so he's getting into the weeds about it. It's like, yeah, dude, whatever, just now, just get let's get it. rid uh, of it. And so then, what about the the exterior of the house? And he's just like, hey, you know what? You're actually uh, due for for a, a sweep of the house. He did say, like, look, th- th- this 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 thing was uh, probably baited and and took something, and it just happened to be on your front porch. But it's not something that you should be you know, concerned about like they're coming and infiltrating the house. It's
3: not an infestation of rats. That's, no,
4: no, it's not. That's you know, news. I mean, I, I don't know. How I always like feel like my dad, he said, you know, he grew up, uh, you know, una finca, you know, farm in Nicaragua. So they would see it and and uh, or see them. And, and the only time he's ever had any sort of interaction going mano a mano with one. I mean, he was just using a broom. You know, kind of playing right, like, a little, like indoor hockey, kind of thing. Weapon, weapon that, of that,
3: choice. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So that's about it. And and I and I look back and I think of like my parents and how they would handle stuff like this. Like my mom, like one time she had in her closet this big old spider, and so she says, you know, you know, maldita araña, you know, this whole yeah. thing, and so she ends up getting her pepper spray and pepper sprays it. And she's so hardcore. obviously, like and that. so then, yeah, no, but she did that. But then it choked her out. So, you know, it's like, the whole, you know, she's like in her in her eyes are watery and the whole thing. But she got and the spider. I, I don't think. No, I think that that's that's the kicker. I think the spider got away. Maldita, como se puede salir? You know, this whole it thing. Blew. Los gran alaridos. You know, like the, the yelling and stuff. No, so, no. so I don't know. That That's how my mom would handle it. In this case, that's what she said. Like, oh, you know, in Nicaragua solo, solo tuvimos los gatos. Las ratas. Right. like, oh, OK, they well, yeah. we don't have one, though. <laughs> so <laughs> no. so that's how we resolved uh, it. That's that's wow. how. Yeah.
3: I'm very glad you resolved it, because as you saw, wifey was like, I'm gathering the children. Yeah, you have you have until the end of the day. Yeah. Senses. And that's exactly what I would have said. Um, so I'm glad that that's resolved you, in New York. There were there's you if you go on the subway, which we did daily. Yeah. Rats are not only enormous, but that's their house. Right. Like they, <laughs> they run the show, the, the New York forks. No Remember, Wasn't it? We were reading the other, there was an, uh, a rat czar that they yeah, just a rat czar. in New York. I don't yeah. know how that works or what you do.
4: I you don't know what you hat.
3: do. It's like, like the, the Piper, like you gather, <laughs> are you herding the rats? You're outnumbered by a million. We had, there would be like sometimes in our, um, our over oh, in, um, in our apartment building, there were, there were mice for sure. So my dad would put out the little sticky pads.
4: Yeah. Which is yeah, the most
3: terrifying thing. I'm traumatized. What well, I remember vividly, like morning, turn on the light in the middle of the freaking kitchen. There's a little sticky pad, and this little mice like like trying to get out. What am I supposed to do? Pick this up? No.
4: Well, no. what did you do? No, I, I... did
3: I ran. <laughs> I got my
4: dad. For you, oh, okay. So All then he would then it. okay. Okay. So what he did I mean... after,
3: I don't know you don't you probably Ooh, don't want to know no. but like it's a serious situation it, i know now i'm par- now i'm looking all over the house very nervous we do well, have spiders because california but
4: yeah, yeah yeah but you if you hear like a little scratching you know Ooh, in the walls I you know you're really in well. trouble you know what's funny is like you mentioned the the rat czar i just saw like this week i read that there's a mosquito czar for new york too they actually virus. have one and they're like, in in I think in the, in the sewage system, they're looking for, what is for the job description?
3: Drug. I want to Google this now. What,
4: I have what no what idea, do? but the, how much but are you get paid? Not enough. Not enough. Well, well, there was this, this New York times reporter that I don't think is getting paid enough because he said he went to the most mosquito infested place in New York and he's totally, he's, it? he's recording his experience and he's getting bit up so bad. They are just, just. Totally is like, you know, Gulliver's Travels or something. It's like where where (laughs) it's like you're like the big giant. And it's just like all these little. Yeah. And so and so like this guy is doing it and and he's like slapping the way. He's like, oh, I guess I should go. It's like, yeah, dude. Okay, adios. See you later. (laughs) You know, you know,
3: it's too much. This is why I don't go camping. Hubby has been trying trying to get me to go camping over a decade since we've been together. Glamping is a thing I will do.
4: Yeah. Camping is that's but the glamping, you're saying like roughing it means like going. There's I don't want to rough it. Like is the thing.
3: (laughs) I'll do a cabin.
4: Yeah, okay. I I can can see that cabin's. I'm fine, like
3: no Wi-Fi, but like I do need electricity or running water. Yeah. Like that. So if it's the apocalypse don't look for me I probably
4: <laughs> so I married so I, Marine for
3: a reason and I just I don't know how that's going to work out because I don't have his skill set
4: Yeah, I'm but gonna he hasn't pull my
3: own weight you know yeah
4: but he's the not apocalypse. forcing you just yet but but our no our, he wouldn't but yeah I, I do
3: want to try it under very specific circumstances <laughs> yeah
4: yeah there,
3: it has to be the right conditions
4: yeah called called never Whatever. um I
3: mean, you did do a safari
4: <laughs> yeah you did do safari so how did, did you deal safari. with that did, Were I, you okay, weren't I in mean, a hotel be, in the serengeti fair,
3: the, ac- the accommodations were luxurious <laughs> oh were they really there were they're like oh you'll be intense i mean stun- it was beautiful like it was beautiful you weren't disconnected but like there were still luxuries so like that's the type of thing when you're out like in the in the in the bush as they say you're out yeah. there but well, like you yeah. know you have your guide you have the thing. back at like the quote unquote campsite it's stunning stunning yeah. so yeah. that's okay it was way way out of pocket four hours outside of the city mm-hmm. like no cell service at one point as we're driving there i was like are we are we okay
4: Let's go, Pierre. And it's one of those girls' trips, not right? Survive. That you took. And it,
3: yes, it was a girls' yeah.
4: trip. I yeah, I mean, you and the girls like go and do your thing, and we just, yeah, you know. But now that's y- it. Yeah, you got your little crew there. I, w- I wouldn't and mess if- with you guys.
3: I, I, not one rat did I see over there. <laughs> Lions, the yes.
4: Rats, not so much. Los leones, not so much,
3: <laughs> not so much. All right, we got a lot to get into here on this podcast. Coming up yeah. after the break. It is Sydney Warner. I know you guys know the name. If you don't, we will reintroduce you to her, the other half of the Warner household, mm-hmm. There's one of the best defensive players in the league, Fred Warner. She's going to dish on her NFL secrets that she's learned since joining yes. the NFL family and Love all it. about her social media business. We will be right back on the InHuddle.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better.
5: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named Best Hybrid Mattress Five Years Running. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
5: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade
4: Okay, if you see me a little extra
3: perked up today, it's because you know I'm a girl's girl. Mm -hmm. And today we have another fellow female in sports, a prima, and we'll get to that in a minute. Welcome in entrepreneur, social media maven, all things. She's a multi-hyphenate and happens to be the other part of the Warner household. Yes, as in Fred Warner. Welcome in Sydney Warner to it. Happy to be
6: here. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
3: We are so excited to have you on because I think one of the things that really popped up to us was how there's this new wave of like this next generation of of, uh, NFL families. And one of the things that have really popped off on your social media has been your NFL secrets, TikToks, right? Throughout the season. How did that come about? And how did you and Fred put it together? Because he kind of sprinkles in as well.
6: Yeah. So that happened really randomly um, last season right after, during um, like playoffs. And then a little Mm -hmm. bit after we were done with playoffs, it just, I just organically was like, what do people want to know because you can do mm-hmm. social media for so long and then you're just like okay like it kind of gets a little bit repetitive but like, yeah. what do people want to know that i haven't already said a hundred times i can't <laughs> how many outfits do they want to see you know so right. I, I was like what do people want to know so then i started thinking about the things that fred told me that i was really surprised about whenever i was learning all of this like nfl life and he was explaining things to me and i was like wow you wouldn't think xyz the little facts that I said you wouldn't think that that's true but they are and they're really surprising if you don't know them so I was like I'm going to tell people the things that shocked me and in return it shocked them as well
4: what did he think about it when you first told him was he hesitant <laughs> was he like yeah babe of course go for Ooh, it do your thing
6: yeah Fred lets me do whatever I want honestly he's really <laughs> as <serious>. he should. <laughs> yeah he is like really supportive smart of man <laughs> yeah, he is. He knows I'm really creative and I'm just like very off the wall and I just do what I want. I say what I want. And then I'll apologize later if it makes somebody upset. But he, he's always cautious. But in the end, he's like, do what you want. It's your business. It's your life. Just do what you want. It all, being smart about it, of course. Right. But yeah, he's he's always on board with whatever I want to do. <laughs>
3: Of course, we talk about Fred all the time here. You know that I've been covering him since he first got in the league as a like young rookie really popping off. And yeah, um, We talk about him a lot specifically on this podcast because it's so important to us to really highlight um, the Latinos within the league, right? Mm -hmm. That fan base is growing and that presence is growing within the league, too. And so it didn't Mm -hmm. slip by our minds that in preseason, you were repping not just hubby but also La Cultura at a preseason game. Wearing that shirt with Fred holding the Mexican flag that's part of his heritage, as folks here on the podcast know, Mexican and Panamanian. Why was it important for you to highlight that during the preseason?
6: Um, so I think we really, really dove into that side of our fan base during obviously the Mexico game last year. I was just so shocked to see how many, uh, just how, how big the community was in Mexico, obviously, that really were just like super intrigued with Fred. They were really intrigued. They loved the fact that he represented that part of his life. And it, it really is a huge, important part of his life because his whole family on his mother's side, they speak Spanish. And that's how Fred kind of grew up. So I like, obviously was learning about him and then learning about how important that was to him. I think now we just choose to just represent that all the time so not just for for the mexico game so we got those amazing t-shirts were made and i was like i've got to get like what like six of them for everybody and i was like we're gonna wear these all the time so i think it's important not just you know for that game but just for always because there's such a huge latino um, fan base for the niners so huge and they're so loyal and they're such amazing people and um yeah i think it's important always not just for that one that one game
4: What's the feedback that some of these uh, fans have said to you and to Fred about embracing this side of him?
6: Oh my gosh, they love it. They love it. They just feel so just involved even more in the fan base. Of course, they're a fan of the Niners, but when it's somebody that plays that they love and that they represent daily, it also is a part of their community and represents that and they are proud of that. Oh my gosh, love it. They yeah. absolutely love it. And we love that they love it because it makes us feel closer to them you
3: know a hundred percent guys when I'm i first true. met sydney it was at a 49ers foundation event mm-hmm. earlier this year and i ran over like this like proud big sis i'm like Come on. like i was so excited yeah. to meet her because <laughs> i only seen um their interactions via social media but one of the things i was like let me find out me mm-hmm. and sydney might be cousins And that's the thing that Dominicans say all the (laughs) time. Talk to us about this. (laughs) you told me that actually your father is Dominican, which Mm -hmm. I was like, here we go. More of us out here. But you grew up in Alabama. So how was that? Because I think there's a huge part of our Latino community too, right? That are the aquí y de allá, where you have this like very American upbringing, but you have this connection to your culture. So what was like that for you growing up in the South?
6: So... My parents were—they met in New York, and my mom was really, you know, very involved in his life. His her his family loved her, and they really, really embraced that. And so, whenever they came to Alabama, it um, wasn't as celebrated in Alabama, right. just because that yeah. is how it is there, and it's sad, very and it's unfortunate. Yeah, but it was really, really. It's funny how you brought that up. It, it they were. His family loves my mom, and they were open arms. Everything is how the Dominican culture is. But mm. in Alabama, not so much if we're a little bit standoffish. But um, all of that to say, my mom really enjoyed it. And then when they had me, they were so excited because they wanted both. I didn't learn grow up learning the language like Fred did, unfortunately, because mm. I wasn't in his household. They were more so in mine in Alabama. My mom didn't speak the language, which I hate that now i wish that i did um but you know it was cool to see just them kind of merge that and be really proud of me being you know a little part of both so
4: well well we talk about uh the latino cuisine as well so how much was (laughs) the cuisine that you had that was southern and dominican mixed together if at all
6: so there was none. It was all seven.
4: So. <laughs> <laughs> it was all seven.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Sid, I as your now honorary older cousin. I am going to make sure that you guys get some platanos. We're going to have some mango. I'm going to go to the bay. We're going to have a whole day. I got you, girl. Like nothing else. I just threw down in the kitchen, Dominican Sal the other day. Oh, I love that. So you know what? We're going to, it's never too late, I say. But no, it is interesting because I think that that experience is is more common than people think, right? I think they, if people like to put folks, especially Latinos in a box. To your point, like, well, why didn't you grow up speaking Spanish? And why didn't you do this? And none of that qualifies your Latinidad or your connection to their culture and vice yep. versa, right? Like that is yep. they're just the circumstances of growing up in the U.S. Um, and having these different dynamics um, mm-hmm. on here. Now, you're doing a lot more to you mentioned your business, right? That was something that I really liked. And that Fred is very attuned to that. Like this is your business. I am sort of begrudgingly leaning into social media space, but it's not going anywhere, right? Like this yeah. is really a thriving, thriving business. And you were, you're someone who is so tapped in, not just to the fan base on the NFL side, but also just on the lifestyle side. So how is it building a business through that side? Can you, can you teach us like elder millennials? Like what, how do we do have- <laughs>
6: It, I don't know. It's it's not so much about being taught. It's just I always say it's consistency. And sometimes I'll be on 100%. And then if you take that three days off, you it drastically affects your business, truly. Mm. Of course, I think that's with anything. I mean, I talked about it with Fred all the time. And he's like, well, that's the same with his football. if He wasn't consistent throughout his whole entire Mm-hmm. Adolescent, childhood, college, at now even, you know, you can't take two days off because right. then, you know, there's a game day and those two days are gonna affect you. Same with me. Yeah. I didn't post for two days. It, same thing affects my, you know, statistics, Damn. all about numbers and engagement. Yeah. Um, so you just have to keep people. Interested, involved. You have to say things off the wall, like my TikToks, NFL secrets. It keeps people interested. <laughs> yeah. Keeps them kind of like on their toes. Everybody wants to know everything about everybody's life. Um, And I think it's cool for us to be able to, me at least, to be able to, like, let them in a little bit and let them see because people are so intrigued about what goes on in Fred and I's life. And I love that they're, you know, want to be involved. And, yeah, so I just think consistency and being genuine, just being yourself and just being, like, honest with your followers. Because if it wasn't for your followers, you know, you wouldn't really have have it. So, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. well, you seem like you both have great personalities. We're meant to be together. Is there ever a point where you're about to post something and he says, babe, no, 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 no you can't. You can't.
6: Yeah, I think more so in the beginning, whenever we were just dating, because I was just like, Bla, blah, 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 let's just post everything. And he was like, ah, like it's, a li- it's gonna be a little bit different now that we're together. And like, I have this like, it's a little bit different now. So I can't just... If I wasn't with Fred, I think I would be post more and just be more like off the wall. But now I have to respect his boundaries with his book. <laughs> First. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: Hate those but, boundaries though, Sid. Hate them.
6: What are the ba- I know. <laughs> Here's I know the there thing. There's really not many. I just, you yeah. know, I, I try to be courteous of his privacy. as, sure. much as I can.
3: <laughs> But athletes are notoriously like very guarded and rightfully so. Like yeah. we understand that side, not only are they guarded, but they're also like creatures of habit. Right. So like, mm-hmm. this is what time I wake up. This is what time I have breakfast. This is what time I get treatment and so on and so forth. So I think when yeah. you add in another layer of like, oh wait, now I got to shoot this TikTok. Wait, now what are, what's I the know. outfit? Where'd you get it, babe? So I can link it. Like it is a lot to digest and a lot to put in, but good on you guys um, for doing that. What was the thing as you were sort of going through this? Because you mentioned like there were NFL secrets that shocked you from, yeah. from your POV. What was the biggest shock to you?
6: The biggest shock to me hmm. or
3: the one that stands out I guess at, at top of mind. Yeah. yeah.
6: One of them was that they have to be just training camp just ended, so I'll, I'll go with this mm-hmm. one. They have to be away for those two and a half to three weeks um, during training camp. Of course, they train here in San Jose, but they mm-hmm. have to be locked down in a hotel room. Like, all together, bed checks. Absolutely, yeah. like, no, you have to be there on time. You can't, you know, stay with your sister other. Like, we, we have a house here, so we're like, oh, well, you know, what will we fine? We'll just all stay. Right. No, he has to be there no matter if you live here or not. I thought that was really interesting. I'm like, that's so different. Um, yeah. But just part of, the, part of the process.
4: Are there any secrets yeah. that you're sitting on right now that mm. you will reveal at a later date?
6: Honestly, not right now. I think the secrets <laughs> that come more so <laughs> they come more so in the season. So great. Uh, the little tidbits, but I think right now we're starting fresh, we're starting clean, we're ready for the season. So mm-hmm. right now, no, right now we're we're good to go.
3: Well, one thing that's not a secret is that there is a new mechanism. Talk about leaning in the Warner House. Talk to yeah. us about this new podcast that you guys are What's launching. This about? Very excited about this. Yeah.
6: We are so excited for that. So we teamed up with the 33rd team to do a podcast, uh, audio and video every once a week on any streaming app. You can do YouTube, you can do Spotify, Apple uh, podcasts, just to kind of let people into our life a little bit more. Like I said, people want to know, people want to be involved. So we were like, this would be a fun opportunity to do something that we've never done. It's Fred and I every Monday. Um, after the game, just talking about not only football and the game and what's going on with his side of things, but also my side of, like, where did I sit? Did I like my seats? What's going on in the dynamic of the team? What's, mm-hmm. How am I feeling about things? How's our life and our house running in, during this time in the season? So we're going to do it this whole entire football season um, and see how it goes. And then maybe next year we'll do it again, depending on how it performs. But we're really excited. It was We shot the first one um, last week at the very end of preseason, and it was so much fun. So I think people are really going to like it. It's really It's, it's going to be fun.
4: Well, we can't wait. I think there's definitely an appetite for people to get an inside look into the, the inner workings of the NFL through the eyes of a couple Yeah. and, and everything that, that's around it. Is one of those things where you both are very successful in what you do? Do you ever come together and just say, I don't want to talk about what we've done. Let's talk about something else. What is usually that something else that you guys talk about to kind of take your mind off? Or do you guys just binge shows like dogs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dogs. I mean, like like (laughs) what is it? What's the thing that that you guys talk about that's not your respective uh, disciplines, if you will?
6: Right. When we're not talking about work on my end or his end, I think, yes, we're very consumed with our dogs right now. Um, (laughs) We're very scheduled people, too. We like to do Pilates together. So whenever he has a day that we can do that, we'll do that um just kind of getting our life we were very scheduled me and Fred are very type a people so mm-hmm. if we're not talking about work we're talking about schedule <laughs> or <laughs> spending time with the dogs watching shows he loves right now he's very into hard knocks right, That's really As our right now okay. yep we we're really into the netflix the quarterback uh show that just came yeah. out that was yep. big so we've, we're finished with all that so honestly yeah. i'm very excited for this saturday Bama starts playing SEC. Ah, so ah yes. Uh, so that's going to be really exciting. <laughs>
4: Wait, how about BYU though? They, they've they've got a football team now too. You seen, right?
6: uh, we don't, honestly, Fred doesn't really fo- follow college anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just, I always follow Bama and just kind of anyone in the yeah. SEC. So we've kind of, we don't watch BYU as religiously as we do Bama.
3: Mm-hmm. So. I, I would imagine if you have someone who's a hardcore Bama fan in your household, that's going to overtake everything, oh 100%. right? 100%. So- yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. even
6: matter about the other ticket. It's so right. hardcore right. and he embraces it, which I love. So yeah, we're excited about that.
3: I would say I have like the SoCal equivalent of that. My husband is all USC. He okay, went to grad yeah. school there. So it's like all Trojans here and like here yes. in Los Angeles, you can't go anywhere without yeah. Seeing the the little SC it's thing so imagine yeah, so I, and, yeah. Yeah. That's true so I get a girl. There's like no, that's it. But there's nothing there's no like college football. Love and it football, is. It is. But accepted, there's nothing
6: yes. like that feeling of college football. It's uh. all different.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you it's definitely agree? a little different. It's definitely a little different and it's a little different because I'm an Arizona State guy. So oh, right now, <laughs> yeah, was, ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah ouch. Know. Um, you know, said you, you guys are, are, are having this show now that you're doing. You, you had mentioned about not speaking Spanish growing up and that you kind of lament that and that Fred, he speaks Spanish. Is there any way where you will be able to do one episode at least partly in spanish do you think you'll ever get to that point
6: oh my gosh that would be a, that I, that's a goal for me to go towards because right now there's no way i could do it <laughs> but that's a goal. I want to, whenever we have kids, I want them to know that part of their heritage yeah. from their dad. Mm-hmm. So I want Fred to obviously bring that to them and teach that to them. And I will also be willing to learn whatever he's teaching our yes. kids. Okay. So, you know, now I would say no, but in the future, maybe.
4: Ah, Okay. Yeah. We, we put it I out there know. because I, I talk to my kids in Spanish, and what I find that's a little bit difficult is that they're surrounded by English speaking all the time. Totally. Yeah. So sometimes they are very amenable to speaking Spanish, and then other times I say to them, No, se dice esto. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Just, just so they get into it, because sometimes it's just easy to fall by the wayside I said you don't understand this is going to help you out in life not 100%. just to get an, an a yeah. in spanish this could be something that helps you get a job
6: yeah as well
4: that gives yeah. you uh, uh an advantage on something That's like,
6: an I, advantage yeah. in life i always am just i'm almost feel embarrassed that i don't like it's almost no, no. like expected. not no. And yeah. I, I wish that it was more so like you get like more like expected like this is a requirement that you have to have. But um, unfortunately, I didn't get it. But it's such a huge, huge, huge tool for life. Huge. Um, so I'm hoping that our children will have that one day for sure.
3: Percent. Yeah. No shame in not speaking Espanol. Yeah. Here exactly. on the podcast all the time, but it is a good. You know, aspiration to have for sure. We're very excited to see it. Mm -hmm. We'll send you like you. We'll send you guys like little phrases maybe to slip into the podcast once a week. We got to no Uh, bad words
4: though, MJ. Uh -uh. Don't 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 send the bad words, okay?
3: (laughs) Sydney, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit more. Can't wait for the Warner House. Thank you. Just so you know, I have bought many many of the things that you have linked um, on your profile. I get in. I love that. They all work. (laughs) The girl is true to her word. She doesn't steer us wrong. Sydney Warner, so excited to see what's next for you, Fred. Thank you you
6: you so much. much. Thank you for having me. So fun. Thank you, guys.
4: Absolutely.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,
5: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever
4: you get your podcasts.
2: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details.
5: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like ah, being transported to a tropical island retreat.
4: On the El Huddle podcast with my prima hermana and so good talking to oh, Sydney. Sorry. Can't wait yeah. for their show. They just feel like their life is out there yeah. where they're willing to reveal details. And we're, we're here for it. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. And as we told her, I think there is an audience that, that totally. has a voracious appetite to know what it's like for yeah. for a, a couple such as themselves.
3: And I commend them for finding the balance between th- these are the aspects that we want to share and these are the things that we are setting that boundary like we talked about with her about mm-hmm. not about keeping that just for us. It is a very hard thing to do especially in the landscape we live in now in social media but I think especially within the NFL, which is the biggest league, um, it, it's it's tough because everybody wants to know once you give somebody an inch, They want more and more and more. So I I commend them not just that, but also building a business. I don't think people give um, like social media marketing and social media influencers a lot of credit. I've been trying to lean in more to that aspect of the business world because you know we have to be very involved in that. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It takes work. It takes a lot of work. So I'm going to try to lean in a little more. I don't know that I'd be there. And you know hubby is, my husband is not about that life. He barely wants me to post (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. On social media with him in it he's he you know he like he's a background guy so he likes to sit back and watch but like it's it's a lot i commend yeah. him for that i'm excited to see what what their podcast is about it's going to be interesting sure.
4: No, i am too now we got to get uh Federico on oh, 100%. Uh, on this pod right we definitely yeah. have to get him on and so this yeah. this brings us to our end of the huddle <gasps> mm-hmm. segment we like to call e punto we put our little mm-hmm uh bow if you will on on the pod and you know my e punto is for this particular episode of the podcast it was revealed that the packers were also pursuing jonathan taylor in mm-hmm. a trade along with yep. the dolphins and it goes to show you how unpredictable things are because we thought we knew where things were headed And then they take another turn. And these trade requests usually end with the guy saying goodbye, getting his wish and leaving. But there is those few occasions like this one that we're finding in Indianapolis where at the moment they're stuck with each other until the Colts end up getting something in return that they are okay with. Uh, and, and it blows me away when you hear about all these mystery teams and we find out about yeah. the Packers, who, oh, by the way, are set at running back. Totally. But this really hamstrings somebody like Anthony Richardson, who is a young quarterback. He's now under center. He's a rookie. He's going to be taking his lumps, and he needs to rely on the run game. So totally. who knows how that's going to go? That is completely TBD. But that's my ipunto. All I know is that I don't know.
3: Same, and I think that's what John, Johnny <laughs> T is saying too, which is very upsetting because he is one of the promising young players in the league. Unbelievable talent. I yeah. can't imagine. Uh, I don't want to imagine the world where this is the reality. Now the season's going to start, and we're not going to see him out on the field yet. Don't yeah, let that
4: for four games. Yeah,
3: somebody go grab him. You know, no matter what, you need depth at running back, especially when it gets time closer and closer to the end of the season to make that pitch push for the post. Stop playing with these running backs, y'all. Stop playing with no. them. No. Pissing Preach. me off. This is ridiculous. Preach! Um, I don't like it. Um, my <laughs> punto is that my fantasy um, football draft got pushed back a week, and I'm so relieved.
4: <laughs> so oh, I was why not you prepared?
3: I was not prepared. I am not ready for it. I-, I was ready. I had it on my calendar. I was like, here we go. We're going to lean in. I'm actually doing the NFL Mexico all-women's um fantasy football league this oh nice i'm very excited our friends from nfl mexico invited me um to do so um I they're gonna give me a room for i already know it is gonna be competitive af i'm ready for it though but they reached out (laughs) yesterday and said i'm so sorry we had to push it back a week and it's like when your friend calls you and says she has to cancel the plans for that night that you already Mm. didn't want to move from the couch for
4: yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's okay bro
3: i'm not upset we could do it next week next week it is just great. delays
4: the inevitable you next better be week ready is not,
3: but you know what now it's i'm so much i was so less stressed last night my best friend came over and she was doing her drafts so now then i had like the residual stress from her she's like should i pick this person i was like no i thought i got this off my plate today <laughs> so you can't escape it i hope you you guys is in your fantasy drafts are going great um pray for me for next week well we can't leave yeah. without adding an addendum yeah. to our conversation at the top of the show
4: an addendum What's the, what, uh, 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 addendum why?
3: to the rat conversation i know y'all uh, are sick of us with this rat talk but our amazing <laughs> producer randy <laughs> let us know that the rats czar job was listed over a year ago and featured the following in the that, listing is that possible the director AKA the rats are who will receive an annual salary between 120,000 and $170,000 will be expected to develop strategies, manage projects and lead teams against the city's rodents. There's not more.
4: enough for me, Oh, there's but I more. Can't
3: the, I can't pronounce all the words correctly. They must have a background in urban planning and be a virulent behemoth for vermin. <laughs> Say that five times faster. Just one time. Normal. I can't even do it
4: virulent I am fascinated we
3: need to get the rat czar on the podcast um and
4: and is the rat czar somebody like are they you know outgoing they built the position yeah I'm I'm just fascinated with that person's life because then I would I would be divorced you know that would just (laughs) not (laughs) not happen no I mean
3: not and
4: if you're trying to meet people and you're saying like hey I am the rat czar (laughs) it's like okay see ya That'd be, that's you have a like tough a way. I,
3: I imagine there's a pin that goes along with the job and I sort of want to see it. Like on your lapel. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. right? I'm just glad
3: that that's, like an ambassador. I'm just... You know how ambassadors have like a pin or something like, Hell that's not. what I'm envisioning in my
4: head. <laughs> I'm just glad yeah. that we got rid of the one here at my house.
3: Yeah. Uh, I time. promise that next week we will have actual football conversation because it is yeah. here. That's it. it. After mm. this long weekend, guys, enjoy it. And then we are right in the thick of it. Games that count. I... I'm excited, ne- anxious, nervous, um, emocionada, all Todo. of the things. Well, that's it.
4: Siento la misma cosa. This. this is yeah. coming up. Yeah, we're definitely going to be talking a lot more football. And wherever you get your podcast, make sure to subscribe, download, like it, all that stuff. This is the El Heidel podcast. This is La Familia right here. This is La Familia. Mi prima hermana, MJ Castro Mm -hmm. Ruiz. Always a pleasure. I'm Will Salva. Until next time, see ya. Adios.
0: 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
0: Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh?
2: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! Yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. I oh, <laughs> ah,
3: love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah,
4: ski slopes. Let's
3: do
2: it. Um, tenor girl goes shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.